Welcome to Speak Up Sister. We're your hosts, Jamie and Jody, and we are advocates for women of Christ discovering and using their voices. We're here to support you in speaking up and making vital contributions in your most crucial conversations. Come on in, take a seat. You're in the right place. All right, friends. Well, I've got a question for you today. Okay, so here we go. When was the last time you attended a meeting that you felt was boring, but instead of giving in to feelings of frustration or just flipping open your phone, you engaged in the flow, seeking for ways to help things go smoothly, looking for opportunities to support others, silently praying for those who are presenting? Today, we are going to talk about leadership, but true leadership, which is about empowering others. And we empower others when we speak up in good, positive, effective ways. Leaders are successful when they can create conditions that allow others to thrive. And what we really need are women of capacity and confidence to be examples of excellent leadership. I mean, there, there are examples everywhere of excellent women mm-hmm. who have skills and ways of being that we can learn from. But we do not see them near enough. We don't hear about them near enough. Having that modeled is so important. We need to see women who see potential in others, who invite them to do hard work, who give them space to progress. Yeah. We do. We need to see it. And really, one of the best ways for that is is through our speaking up. Mm-hmm. We need to speak up about each other, about the good that we're seeing. And, and that is a natural link toward leadership. I want to just, before we delve too deeply into this, that we want to get rid of a few assumptions that center around this word leadership. Leadership is kind of a, a heavy word, and it implies some things that we want to clarify. So today's discussion does not assume that you actively participate in a role where you have authority or stewardship over another person, although most of us inherently do. Right, right. And and speaking up here does not assume that you're speaking out against injustices or hurts or correcting the misbehavior of others, although leadership does ask for that on occasion. What we're trying to do today is suggest overwhelmingly that the ability to empower others comes through you using your speaking up to lift and support everyone around you. So let's clarify also what we mean when we say empower. And by that we mean specifically to make someone stronger, more confident, and this especially in controlling their life and claiming their rights. Excellent. Okay. Okay. So whether or not you're at the head of an organization, assuming that you don't have major heavy things to clarify right now, we're talking about speaking up in ways that really encourage others to progress. So I want to talk about a couple myths here. And, And there's one myth that surrounds leadership in general. And, and I do think that it's kind of culturally um, enmeshed a bit in the church. And that is leadership is about being in charge of other people and therefore making decisions that others will follow. But that's what it means to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Well, and the Church of Jesus Christ is un- unique among churches 
in our lay clergy. We, we take turns leading and we take turns following. Yeah, which is really beautiful, I think. It's a really beautiful model. We all get times when we're official leaders and we all have times of being followers. But um, the fact of this is that leadership at its core, it's not about you. It's not about me. Instead, it's about how effective we are at empowering other people to unleash their full potential. Okay, so that's the first myth. Okay, so the second myth is that if I focus on empowering others, my own power will diminish. Like all the power exists in a pie, mm-hmm. and if they have a piece, it just means you have less of it. Right. Um, it, that if I focus on empowering others, I will become overwhelmed and have to carry too much of their burden. Right. Okay, great. The fact is, and the fact is that if you're a genuine leader, one who establishes trust, love, and belonging, and who empowers others and lifts them, that your power actually increases, and, and oftentimes exponentially. Mm-hmm. This is important, because when we don't speak up, it can sometimes be related to feelings of powerlessness. When we're actively speaking up in genuine empowerment of others, our own power increases, And this can then spill over into other areas of our lives. So the point here is, when we do a lot of our talking about speaking up, we talk about, okay, there's been this hard thing, I need to address this. There's this injustice, I need to address that with somebody else. A part of that feeling that, oh, I've got to, I've got to address all these things, does come from this space of of feeling like we don't have power to talk about the things that we need to but we can, we can start engendering more of that power by also using our voice in really positive ways to the empowerment of others. And when you're empowering someone else, you aren't taking on their responsibilities. Right. You are teaching and inspiring them to carry their burdens and to, to, to take on their own challenges in competent ways. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we just got... A really terrific email from a listener who suggested that there were some concerns she was having with with um, people putting things out onto her in meetings, mm-hmm. and so we were able to have a short uh, conversation with her about you know even even in a meeting if somebody else is putting things back out, putting something up to her that she she can empower them to take that back on themselves. Mm-hmm. And do that in, in really positive ways. Okay, well, let's look at what this looks like from a scriptural example. Um, this example comes from the book of Acts. In Acts chapter 1, um, Jesus Christ has been crucified and resurrected. Okay, he this beginning of Acts starts recording his post-resurrection appearances to his apostles. Now, if you can imagine the apostles, they are beyond thrilled to have the Savior back with them. They, they have expectations for what this means, the overthrow of governments, the, the, the kingdom of God on the earth. Um, but Jesus has a different path and knows that there's more for them to be doing. And in this first chapter, he strongly communicates 
a really beautiful vision, high expectations, confidence in his apostles that they're going to carry forth a message of salvation. So verse 6 says, When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, the Lord, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? So they're hoping he's going to come and stay and um, carry on uh, everything. And in 7, he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So even though they're hopeful that he's going to stay and be the leader, what he's saying to them is, this isn't the time but you're going to receive the Holy Ghost and you're going to be able to carry on the leadership while I'm not here. Mm -hmm. I think it is, I know that we in, in the church have great desires for the second coming of the Savior to come and restore peace that we could live, you know, without all of the anxieties that we currently have to deal with. But the best and clearest way to see the impact that the Savior had in his leadership is the results of those who he inspired. You know, the, the apostles at that time were empowered to do the same thing the Savior did. And, and this makes me think of this great quote by Frances Fry, who's a, um, she's a Harvard professor and a leadership development person. And she says, leadership is about empowering other people as a result of your presence and making sure that impact continues into your absence. Mm, that's a great description. Right. And so what she's suggesting here, and I think what the Savior was able to accomplish, was to come to give an example of what it could look like, for one, and then instill such a personal desire in each person that he met, that they were able to continue this work. In fact, they continued his work for decades mm -hmm. afterward. Mm -hmm. Well, an inspired work that would continue centuries afterward. Millennia. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're into the second millennia after the Savior was on the earth. So, I mean, we, we're still being inspired. Mm -hmm. By that one man's life on the earth. I think that's, I think that's a, an indication of his confidence in each of us now to take on and, and keep moving forward. But the way he did that was to be very specific in, in how he spoke up with his apostles. And, and you'll notice back in verse 8. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You can do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's take a concrete look at examples of speaking up that are empowering. Um, that Examples of seeing people rather than running people. Yes. Uh, and the first one we want to look at is giving specific compliments right um that are, positive that compliments that are positive and genuine so this is not flattery 
Uh, genuine compliments um, that give someone a specific example of how their contribution was effective. Right. This, this one is hard. It's very hard for me because I often experience people in, um, in, a, in a feeling as opposed to in words. And so it's a, it is a leap for me to be able to go from what I experience based on what they said to finding the words to say what it was that had an impact on me and why. Hmm. That just is a challenge for me. But this is so good because when I say to somebody, that was great, it doesn't communicate <laughs> what it could, you know. I mean, the, the words like, thank you for your talk today. I can tell that it was well prepared. It was in, and it was inspiring to hear about your heartfelt experiences with suffering and your testimony of God's love. Right. I mean, that is, that's so specific and beautiful. Sure. So that makes me think then, I wonder if there are other ways that we could express, because speaking up is, is a primary means of connection with mm-hmm. others. I mean, especially in the church, right? If, if there's a brother who I think has given an especially good talk, it's often not appropriate for me to go up and give him a great hug so that he could feel my physical love for him. <laughs> Right? My words are my tool in that situation. Mm -hmm. But maybe, I don't know, jotting things down, writing a note instead of necessarily being verbal. There's different ways that we can speak up. Sure. But you're right. There's, there might be, I don't know, it might be worth each of us thinking about what our best mode is or ways that we express, but that we're doing something so that others do know. Mm -hmm. Because it, it is important and there is a, connection between effective leadership and those those with whom we work knowing that we see them mm-hmm. when people stop feeling seen they 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 stop they stop feeling connected and and committees and quorums and presidencies lose strength yeah yeah they underfunction so one of these most effective ways then to make a change, and this is even if something is, isn't going right, mm-hmm. is to positively identify when something has someone has done something well and comment on it. And it's even better if that comment can be public. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I'm actually just thinking back to a, an experience that I had recently because I had to give the closing prayer in a sacrament meeting. And... The, the talks during the meeting were by a couple that is fairly new in our ward, but they were, and they were not flashy or flowery or um, impressive in those ways, but their spirits were so genuine and they, what they shared in their testimony, I was moved deeply and I really appreciated what they had to offer it. It it really had a strong effect on me. And yet at the close of my prayer, I turned around and they were right there. And this was my chance to express something. And I couldn't say more than I, I was deeply moved by, by what you shared and I appreciate it. And so I'm just thinking back about how, how I would like to make more concerted efforts to, to find the words to say more. Yeah. Well, 
I think deeply moved is still pretty. That's pretty great. Yeah, maybe, I think maybe. any of us would love to hear that <laughs> sure. anybody's deeply moved by something we've, you know, prepared and presented yeah. after time, you know? Yeah. We've put our effort into it. So yeah. that sounds great to me. Okay, so another way to uh, to see people rather than run them is uh, to use our speaking up to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. And uh, to bring someone into a conversation that has been left out of it. Uh, to, to say things that involve people that might not ordinarily be noticed or involve themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great leaders do this. And in our speaking up, oh, I think because it actively shows anybody in whatever group you're in that you see everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I noticed Janice hasn't said anything about this. You know, do you have any thoughts you'd like to share, Janice? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Brother Woods, I see that you seem frustrated. Is there something you want to contribute here? It creates a great deal of safety in a group of people when one when you know that at least one other person there is seeing everybody mm-hmm. or is making an effort to see as many people as yeah. possible. I love that. And that can come from anybody in the group. Absolutely. Again, you do not have to be in charge of the meeting in order to do any of these things. Mm-mm. No, you can do it in a church setting, in a family setting, uh-huh. in a work setting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why this is this whole topic is about genuine leadership. It's not about being in charge. Mm-hmm. Okay, another place where speaking up positively is really can be helpful is in correction. But correction mm. when you are also seeing someone else's potential. Right, that's the key. That's mm-hmm. the key. Because correction by itself can send us down a rabbit hole that, right. that we're not interested in. Yeah, and if you'll remember some of our past discussions, correction is the last thing you do. You Remember, we're spending all of... Are the best of our time improving our relationships. And mm-hmm. we hold correction is the smallest part of that. But when we do need to do it, there are ways to do it effectively. So, for example, um, you know, you have the markings of a natural leader. Your light and enthusiasm are engaging. You know, you'll be even more effective as you increase your capacity to listen and resist the temptation to talk over others. But the way you lead out, people are looking to you. Hmm. So they call this, um, in certain circles, they call this a sandwich effect. Yeah, I was going to say, I've I've heard it, the terms pump, dump, pump. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's a good one. Wow, I've heard that before. <laughs> pump, dump, pump. But the, you, you essentially start with some really good. Yep. Give information. Mm-hmm. And then, again, what's some really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so overall, the message here is, um, as a person who is invested in seeing other people and, uh, and empowering them, uh, we can ask ourselves, did I do everything I could to help that person be successful? This is a, this has real, um, 
consequences. And if I could just share a story, um, this is a real, a personal story um, about someone that I know well. And this is an example of, of a- actively trying to do these things, showing up. Okay, this is a, a, a woman who had to spend a very short time in a ward. Okay, they were just there while they were looking for a more permanent s- situation. Okay. And while they were in this ward, they're just passing through for a few weeks. So or a few months, I should say. So she wasn't um, a president of any organization. Okay, She wasn't in charge of anything, but they she was serving in some smaller capacities. And uh, while she was while she was there, um, made very concerted efforts in her meetings to not be on her phone, to engage with everyone who was there, hmm. to make, you know, positive verbal things, even to leaders and to non-leaders. You know, hey, Bishop, you're doing a really great job organizing that meeting. It was well run. You know, or Sister So-and-so, I really appreciated your comment about the youth there because you included them and and that felt really good when you did that hmm. so those types of things well that family came time for their family to move and and a brother in the ward came up to this sister and said hey so I heard you're moving um then they said yeah yeah we found a, a more permanent situation and he says I don't know how to say this but I have not met anybody who has made such an impact in such a short amount of time. Oh, that's it, lovely. It is. He says, I've, I've never seen that before be that effective that quickly. Hmm. So I just share with you that, that story that was shared with me because these things do when people feel seen. Hmm. They will look to your leadership. And then when you have something to say, they hmm. will listen to that. If we're speaking in this podcast about speaking up, mm-hmm. our effort here is to provide our listeners with as many tools and, and um, ideas and inspiration so that our speaking up can be most effective when it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really an inspiring story. I'm practicing right now trying to verbalize how that affected me. <laughs> <laughs> that is really inspiring to be able to go into a place with the in full intention of um, building up and just finding ways to do that all over the place. Uh, to and to genuinely leave a place better than you found it through the people that's really beautiful well and that's what the savior is teaching us to do he left Mm -hmm. those apostles completely able to continue his work after he was gone in the same way that he is trusting our leaders all of them to continue his work even now Mm -hmm. like we're part of that trust it's a great trust you know Frances Fry, again, I'm going to refer back to her. She has said that when this type of leader, she calls it unleashing, they unleash people. They, people around who are around them expand and grow. And those leaders start to focus on how everybody in their 
purview gets to be a bigger and better version of themselves. Now, Mm. these leaders aren't on all the time. Okay, I'll just clarify that. You're not constantly doing this. They go home to their families. They step down from that. This isn't like a some kind of vision of of constant energy output here. Hmm. Okay, so just keep that, you know, at the forefront. But she says this, it is hard to overstate the emotional power of being unleashed by someone. It's electrifying to be seen not only as we are, rare enough in its own right, but also as the people we might become. Mm. We have a lot to do as women in our speaking up. And as we're, as we're working on the difficult things, let's also take some time to speak up about the good. Yeah, absolutely. What an excellent message uh, and well worth our, our time to, to really hone the skills of being able to verbalize really specific compliments for people, to be able to include them, uh, occasionally correct them while seeing their potential, and all just to empower others. That's the embodiment of being like Jesus. Yeah. I think so. I think so too. And I thank you all for showing up here. And and we'd be very interested to know if you have had experiences as you start to realize that other people, as you're speaking up, that more and more people are turning and looking toward you. Mm -hmm. Because what you're saying is mattering now in all levels. Yeah. Well, so glad we can do this together. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We look forward to talking with you next time. Um, Tune in to speakupsister.net for more of our episodes and uh, share with us your experiences. We'd love to hear from you. Yep, we look forward to next week, ladies. Take care.